Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you think you might be in one, you don't know what's going on, you checking on checking for somebody else, whatever the case may be. This is a podcast where I give support to individuals of such and also to raise awareness about the personality disorder to you know confirm that you ain't crazy what you're feeling is very real you know we talk about different topics and subjects just to motivate you inspire you encourage you to help you get to your healing or through your healing or you know, just stay thriving and surviving, you know, because there are no victims over here. We're thriving and surviving and, you know, making it happen. And this is to just encourage you to stay on that path. And definitely as we go into the new year, you know, it is my prayer and my hope and my wishes that you will definitely, you know, understand what you're dealing with, understand personality disorders, understand that this thing is very real And it's not to bash or shame someone who has that disorder. It's just to keep you right, to keep you saying that you understand that it's not you, you know, who who has the problem, you know, and you can't control other people. You know, you can't change other people. And that's what this is all about. Just to put the disclaimer out there, I am Rachel Real. I am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship, marriage. I didn't know what I was dealing with. I had to do the work and I'm here to help you do the same. Um, I, again, hope you guys are having an amazing holiday so far. Um, I usually do my driving talks. I do my walking talks today. I am just chilling and relaxing. I am working guys. Um, as we go into the new year, I'm started my own insurance business. I'm an insurance agent. I'm now working at full time. So anybody who needs life insurance, hit me up. I'll have some, you know, advertisements and things like that going on. But I definitely have to give my company, you know, a shout out your choice insurance benefits. And I focus on life insurance and health insurance and living benefits, chronic illnesses and Um, critical illnesses, things like that, just making sure you have your stuff in order. But I'll talk more about that later on other platforms. But just to let you know, that's something that I do, as well as um, my motivational speaking with, again, staying on mission with what I'm looking to do in terms of giving back and making sure, you know, my people are meaning just out there making it happen and living your best life. And when I say my people, I'm talking anybody who's thriving, who's surviving, who's, you know, determined to not be a victim, you know, regardless of your situation, regardless of your past to get to your thriving mentality and your surviving mentality that, you know, you're not stuck in a victim state of mind, you know, or a mental state, I should say. So yeah, I do my informal episodes, you know, with, um, again, making sure I'm doing my due diligence with dropping nuggets and daily vitamins to make sure, you know, you're getting what you need in terms of information and confirmation. And it's not always daily. I try to get here when I can, 
Um, It is a passion of mine to make sure and a mission of mine to just make sure I'm doing my part because God brought me out of the situation and I have to do my part to make sure I'm helping others to do the same. So like I said, guys, I hope you have had amazing uh, weekend. I hope your Christmas was merry and bright. I pray that um, today is even better, you know, as we go into um, just getting prepared for the new year. I'm sure you guys have these new year's resolutions that you, new year resolutions that you have. And, you know, I pray that you can stick to them as well. Um, it goes back to how we can't change other people. I talk about that in other episodes, how we can't change other people because a lot of the things we can't even change within ourselves. You know, a lot of us make new year's resolutions and it's hard to stick to them, you know? So again, it's not to beat yourself up. You just get back up and keep trying, you know, keep going at it. And eventually you'll get to right where you need to be and where you want to be, you know? So don't beat yourselves up, but just understand that just as difficult as it is for you to change yourself and your habits, you know, maybe bad habits, um, or do things that you inspire to do, um, you definitely can change somebody else. It's enough work changing yourselves, you know? So yeah, enough of that. I did want to talk about today. Um, I was reading something with core. Anybody who follows me know I talk a lot about core Q U O R a, which is an application where there are, it's just loads of Q and A's, a lot of questions and answers over there where people give their commentary. Some people are experts Some people, you know, they've had experiences and they can talk about it, you know, and they do give answers over there and people who have questions, they'll drop their questions and other people, um, answer them by means of blogging and things like that. So sometimes when I get questions, I like to talk about them on my platform and, uh, hopes that it will encourage and inspire someone else and maybe answer the question that somebody else may have had. And I saw a question where someone said, um, can narcissists be affectionate? And I'm going to talk a little about that today. Um, because I think a lot of the times people feel like narcissists are not people. They are people. They're just people who have a personality disorder. They have a personality disorder. So it's a person who has a personality disorder. I can't stress it enough. And again, as you guys continue to educate yourselves, you know, dig as much as you need to, you know, to make sure you're understanding that these people look just like you and I, if not better, you know, they just have a disorder where they self-sabotage. They, you know, something can be going great. They got to make it a mess. They are drawn to drama. They, they love it. They fuel off of it. So, and they can't help themselves and to get the counseling that they need. It's almost pitiful. You know, I feel bad for them, but not bad enough to the point where I'm going to dim my light to make their light shine, or I'm going to be a doormat because that's what happens when you're around them. They're always in competition with you. You know, can they be affectionate? Absolutely. That's how they love bomb people. They have to look like you know, you're their best friend. They have to make you feel like you're their best friend. They have to look like they're your best friend. They have to make it look like, you know, they're your confidant. They're, they're somebody, they are somebody you can trust. They got to get you there. You catch more bees with honey than you do vinegar. The disorder is they can't sustain it. 
you know, and I'm sure some of you may have received gifts and things like that from someone who probably treated you so terribly. And if you're listening to this and you are that person, just be careful, you know, be careful of the holidays when they can lure you back in because that's what the hoovering part is. They lure you back in to do the same thing worse, 10 times worse to you. So if you allow yourself to be fooled, just don't lose your mind when it happens because it's going to happen if you're really dealing with a narcissist, which is a person who has that disorder. Please understand they can show affection. It's just not real. That's all. Anybody can fake and act like they have it, but it's always for their own gain. So even if you're feeling good, for the moment, understand it's just going to be for the moment. It's not going to be for the long term. It's just a short term. So if you're okay with receiving love uh, and affection for a short term and get hurt after that term period ends, and then it happens again, and then you're right back at square one, and then you're wondering, You know, like, why? Why can't they do right? I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of this. Exactly. If you are with a narcissist, that's exactly what you're going to get. So please understand, they're not incapable of acting like they have affection or making you feel like they're giving you affection. They can give you a gift. They may even give your loved one a gift. They'll talk to people who are closest to you, the very person or people that they were turning you against. And then they befriend them. But when you were, this is how crazy it is. They will take a person, your loved one, because they like to isolate you from your loved ones. They will make your loved ones believe that they love them. And you too. They'll make the loved ones believe they love the loved ones and they love you too. And the way that it happens, you're going to be so happy of the fact that, oh my gosh, They just show so much attention to my loved ones. They buy them gifts. They acknowledge them. And then around you, they talk the opposite. They talk about them. They talk what you should not do. When all along, when you first started, they would do that. And you believed it. So you endorsed it. You know, you co-signed on it in front of your loved ones. You see what I mean? So your loved one is looking, your loved ones are looking at it like, oh, this person is really true because you believe in them as well. So they're thinking the whole thing is true. So when the narcissist is behind closed doors with you talking about them, how do you go back and tell them what the narcissist said? Because then you're going to look like the one with the problem. And that's the cycle with how it goes, which is why they will look like they're showing affection And all along, it's a facade, which is why it's a mask. Because they have the ability to look like one thing when they're really another. They look like an angel when they're really a demon. They look like a sheep when they're really wolves or as a wolf. So that's the cycle. So sure, they can look like they're showing affection and they might want to show affection But understand, it is a disorder, which is why it's called a disorder, because they can't sustain one way. It has to be a roller coaster ride. And who can deal with that, which is why sometimes you'll find yourself 
being pulled right back in, meaning hoovered back in like a vacuum cleaner, sucking you back in, only to repeat the same cycle worse because it's a demonic spirit, you know? And it's real. It's very real. So unless you, you know, if you're, if you want to stay in denial, you just, and you know, you want to act like this stuff isn't real and it doesn't exist, you're going to keep dealing with the very same thing. If you think that these people don't look like you, you don't, you know, can't do the same things you do, they can cry. They can cry. They can show affection. They can look like they have empathy. They can look like they're your best friends, which they can feel like they're your best friends until you cross them wrong because that supply might be coming from someone else. So look at the pattern. Don't feel like, oh, because they treat someone else uh, uh, terribly that you're, and they treat you nice right now, that they don't have the capability to treat you the exact same way. And I don't care if it's a boss, if it's a friend, if it's a romantic relationship, if it's a parent, look at the pattern on how they treat anybody. Because if they're treating someone else that way, they can treat you the exact same way. They just, if you haven't received that treatment yet, that kind of treatment, they just haven't gotten to you yet. That's all that is. They haven't had a reason to do you the same way yet. So please understand a lot of the times people be thinking like, you know, the person who's experiencing the bad, who's experiencing the bad treatment is it's a situation that it's isolated and, and it's only happening with that person. No, it can happen with anybody. You know, if I see somebody treating someone else terribly, I'm not, I'm looking at that person like that's your character. You just haven't done it to me yet, but you have the capability to dog me out too. And that, and I've had friends like that, that I had to cut off. I didn't like the way that they treated their spouse or if they treat their, somebody who they call their best friend or how they treat their parent or how they treat their child. Like at the end of the day, you got to have some decent morals and values, you know? And if it's not in alignment with what I believe, then I'm good on you, you know? I can love you from afar. So don't get into the place where you feel like you gotta be combative and you gotta fuss and fight and argue and, no, mm -mm. People will be who they are. And when they show you, just believe them. What you get mad with them for? Why are you mad? For what? They're going to be who they are. So if you got somebody who one moment you can show love and affection and it'll be the same person that you heard them talking about, but yet and still you're going to send, you know, they're, they're like in a situation where the person doesn't like the mother, but then you turn around and you give the mother's grandchild a present. And then you also talking to the, the, the mother who the person don't like you talking to their loved ones like you cool with them when all along you used to talk about them like a slave uh like a like a dog you know but because you're not cool with the mother anymore or any it doesn't even have to be a mother it can be just a friend if you're not cool you're not cool with them but all of their loved ones you're cool with and you're sending them stuff the very loved ones that you you were talking about you see how confusing it is just as it sounds confusing and all over the map, like I sound, that's exactly how it is. Don't feed into it. Don't entertain it. Don't be like, oh my gosh, how can they do this? Oh, 
Don't even worry about it. Understand that is part of the disorder. So when you feel like you got to scratch your head, like, what the hell? You don't even like them like that, but you sent a gift? Or do you even know who you like? And then when you think about a narcissistic personality, they don't even like themselves. So they don't know how to like somebody for who they are. They don't know how to appreciate the good in somebody and the value in somebody because it is a disorder. So it ain't even about being mad with them. It's just about, you know, releasing yourself from that nonsense, removing yourself from that nonsense and learn how to love from afar, from a distance. You see them, you speak and you keep it moving, but you don't go out of your way to make contact with these people. And like I said, even if you share children with them, you don't have to be mean and nasty because at the end of the day, that child is going to love that parent and they don't need you to try to turn them against them because as they continue to grow and develop, and if you're doing your part, that child is going to see the other parent for who they are. The minute you start acting like the other parent, they're going to look at you both like if both of y'all crazy or both of y'all have issues or maybe both of you are narcissists. So you don't want to get down and dirty with them. Stay true to who you are. If you're a kind, loving, empathetic type of person, stick to your personality because you can't change somebody else's personality. And don't beat yourself up that you got with somebody who y'all weren't equally yoked. You know, people be getting with each other, but you're not compatible personality wise. You might you might be compatible work wise. You might be compatible, uh, uh, maybe just friendly with that person because they can be friendly with you. You can be friendly with them. Maybe that's that's the extent that it should go. It doesn't mean that just because you're friendly with each other, that your personalities are compatible. Because if somebody has a personality disorder and they're all over the map and they're not consistent with who they are, are you really compatible with that type of person? You might, it might be a person that you really got to be great rock with, you know, hi, bye. Or maybe you can talk about some basic general conversations, maybe, but keep a distance. And I encourage you guys, you know, as you embark on a new year, you know, do some things differently, especially if you want change, because anything that's not happening for you, it is because of you. And I say that to myself as well. I don't blame anybody for anything that I don't have, because again, I'm in my right mind. You know, I'm going to be accountable for my actions. And even if I felt like, okay, my mind was somewhere else when I was going through trauma, Guess what? It still was my responsibility because I allowed certain things to happen. Not beating myself up, but I'm keeping it real with myself, taking accountability as we all should do and be accountable for our own actions and not give up our power to someone else saying you made me do it because then you sound like the narcissist shifting blame. Because whenever you decide to say enough is enough and you're ready to go and you're ready to make a difference for yourself and you're ready to show up for your kids or whomever, first and foremost, for yourselves. Why are you giving somebody else the credit that, you know, they don't even deserve? Change what you don't like. Can it happen overnight? Usually not. But you can make a decision overnight to start the process. You can make a decision right now to start the process. To not allow yourself to get bamboozled into another situationship. And making sure that before you get with somebody, that your personalities are compatible. 
and that the person is consistent, all you have to do is watch the pattern. Make sure they are consistent, consistent with whatever it is they're doing. If they're like up and down, one moment you're happy, then you're mad, then you're angry. You talk about people behind their back, then you smile in their face. You go out of your way to do things for people that you know you really don't like or you said you didn't like, so why are you doing X, Y, and Z for them? You gave them a present, but you really said you don't like them. Like it doesn't even make sense. The math don't be mathing. It makes no sense. It's not adding up. So instead of you sitting there and giving time to trying to figure out what the crap somebody else is doing who had a personality disorder, you gotta look at yourself. Why, why are you doing that? Why are you giving that time away, that precious time? We all got the same amount of time. That's the time you could be doing something to enhance your life, do something that moves you forward, do something that empowers you to get you right. But because before you can ex before you can even receive a healthy relationship, you gotta be solid with yourself. You gotta know who you are. If you don't even know who you are, how do you even know what's good for you? You might make the mistake of allowing another narcissist to get in there and then next thing you know, you're saying, I keep having bad relationships. I keep choosing the right person. That's because you don't know who you are. So you gotta be careful with that. You know, that you don't invite the wrong person in your space and then sit back and wonder, how did they get there? They got there, they got there because you opened, the, you opened up that door and you allow them to get in, period. Because they looked like they could show affection. They, it felt like they were being affectionate. When all along, it was fake if you, looked at, if you look at the pattern. And again, this is that situation, you know? The situation of a narcissist who has a personality disorder. This is that. They cannot stay consistent with one way. They can give somebody something and then you'll be sitting up there looking like you gave them and it can be a nice gift. You gave them this when all along all you did was talk about them behind their back to me and definitely in a relationship or a marriage and you got your spouse talking about somebody but then turn around and doing all of these good deeds for them. That's confusing. That shows you about the person. They are confused in the inside. They're not consistent. They're all over the map. So where do you think you're going to be? You're, if you're with them, you're going to be all over the map as well, period. So you got to look at the pattern. Once again, look at the pattern and back to, can a narcissist be affectionate? Can they show affection? Absolutely. They can do anything you can do. Theirs is just fake and yours is real. If you're not a narcissist, they can think that it's real. If it, but, um, but again, because of this, the disorder, they can't sustain it. At some point, they're going to sabotage it, whether they wanted to or not. But you can't, you know, excuse them. Ignorance doesn't excuse you. If you're still doing the act, whether you meant it or not, you still did it. And when you're doing it over and over and over again, it's intentional. It's not a mistake. It's intentional when you keep doing the same thing. So who's going to keep having conversations with an adult who keeps doing the same negative thing. And then you gotta keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. Like you're taught, even a, a toddler knows at some point to stop. 
they're not going to keep doing the exact same thing over and over again unless you allow them to. And that's childlike behavior. So you're going to deal with an adult still doing childlike behavior things that they ought to know better with. And then you excuse them. Think about it. And then you wonder why you have the same problems. You get what you accept. Unless you just like to argue and you might be at that situation in a situation where you got a trauma bond. You're addicted to the drama. You don't know how to have a good peaceful life without drama. So then you might need to start practicing how to not have drama by listening to content, you know, different content creators who resonate with you or get yourself some therapy. But if you don't have the money, don't let that stop you. Listen to some of these folks who have, you know, different um, podcasts or different YouTube channels or whatever or books out there, whichever way you want to get it into your mentality into your system, into your brain, into your brain, so that you can start practicing not to engage in that unless you like it. One or the other, you either like it or you don't. There's no in between. Hot or cold, no warm, no lukewarm. Hot or cold, in it or out, agree or disagree, one or the other, whichever one you want to choose. But you can't somewhat like it. You either like it or you don't. And if you show up and you keep allowing it, that means you like it. Whether you say it or not, you got to like it because if you don't like it, then do something about it. And something being done about it is called boundaries. Set them. Don't let them cross your boundaries. And you don't have to argue about it. You know, you do it unapologetically. It just is. It doesn't mean that you got to be mean and rude and nasty and all of that. No, quite the contract. Quite the opposite, I mean. Quite the opposite. I see you. I will speak. I will be respectful. I will be kind because guess what? That's my character. And I won't allow anybody to take me out of it. I'm going to remain the same way because that's what that spirit wants you to do. Its job is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the enemy's job. That's Satan's job. Kill, steal, and destroy to take you out of character. So when you engage in how they're acting, because you got bamboozled or blindsided by their actions, you know, and now you want to act like them, then they win because that's what they wanted you to do in the first place. And there's no gain for you when you're doing that. You know, there's no gain if you share custody and you start acting a fool. That's what they want to do. Now they can come back and say, look what you did. But just imagine if you stood 10 toes down and stayed positive and remained calm, cool and collective, what can they do? They can't say nothing. You see what I mean? But the minute you engage, you give up your power. Which is why there's power in silence. There's power in silence. There's power in staying true to yourself that you don't even flinch when they try to go there. You just know, okay, it's time for me to leave. Have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Not doing this. Not engaging. If somebody else got to bring the child down or bring the child to me, we want to do whatever we got to do. As long as they're not trying to be combative and aggressive and things like that, if that's the case, let me remove myself or let them know you will be taped, period. You go there, you will be recorded. I'm recording you. 
And if you don't care how you look in front of a judge, keep cutting the pool. Like you got to stand 10 toes down. Don't let them to don't allow them to take you out of character. I can't stress it enough. Man or woman, I can't stress it enough. Because you got women who be off the chain just as much as the men. Period. Nobody's excused from that type of behavior. And I stress, I can't stress it enough with when it when it comes to children. Because I'm an advocate for my babies. They don't need to see adults cutting a fool. Somebody got to be the bigger person. And if that narcissist is, is a, if, it's, if you're dealing with a narcissist, unless you're one, don't get down and dirty with them. Let them cut a fool. You are being recorded. Now what? I came to pick up the child. I'm doing it peacefully. And you're going about your business. They want to be confrontational or anything like that. You document it. And if it happens too many times, then you file a petition in court. That's simple. File a petition in court with your diary of the, the different times that it happened. And you keep it moving. Let them hang themselves. It's that simple. The minute you give up your power with engaging with them, you're going to lose. It's so easy to win with those types of people. It's very easy to win. You just don't engage. Period. And I talk about kids a lot because, again, they're always going to be around. People are always going to keep having children. People are always going to be raising children. So when do you start to do differently? A person can't fight by themselves. They want to go off the deep end and yelling and being manipulative and all of that. You do you. I'm not engaging. Period. That's what you say. You know? I'm not engaging, period. I'm going to keep talking about that because people need to understand that. you got to get to a place where you, you get disciplined enough that you don't engage with somebody who's toxic. Because the minute you engage, you're giving up your power. Oh, they took me there. You don't know they made me mad. They didn't make you no madder than what other people do to other people who can have self-control. Where does losing control, where does it get you? In jail or six feet under or in a hospital, heart attack, stroke, whatever. You see how you gave up your power? Where if you stay chill, calm, cool, collective, do, do things the right way, write it down, document it, record it, you win. You feel like you need a chill pill? Go walk, go exercise. You ain't got to suppress it. But you can let that steam off by doing something positive for yourself. And the more you do that, you're going to build your stamina to the point where you're repellent to that bull crap. It, it'll just roll right off of you. When that spirit tries to come your way, it's going to roll right off you. And eventually it ain't even going to come your way because it knows it can't. It might try some other things. So you always got to be prepared because it'll try to come in there in another way. But when you're sharp, when you're sharp and you know it can't get in there or it can't bother you. Even if it try to come your way, you're going to be able to redirect that thing. It's going to go a different route. It's going to have to detour away from you because that spirit's going to know I can't get in there because they're too sharp for me. They're going to try to come another way. But when you're already sharp and built your wall, it can't happen because you can't get around people who have personality disorders, people who have narcissistic personality disorders. You know, some things you can see, you know, if somebody's having a manic episode because they're bipolar or 
what schizophrenic, their hand voices, whatever the case may be, sometimes you see the, that stuff and you be like, okay, let me chill. Somebody who's PMS and somebody who's whatever. Okay, they're having a moment. Let me do this. Well, for narcissists, they're so manipulative and cunning and smooth and charming. And those two faces, you don't know which mask is, 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 is there. Which person you're dealing with right now because they got multiple personalities. They mimic other people in their mind. So they may show up today wanting to be the nice guy. They may show up wanting to be the, the charming person. Oh, let me look good. Let me smell good. Let me be nice. Let me give a lovely present today. Let me be, be charming and, and affectionate and loving and caring today. And then on the other side, they're evil and mean and nasty, conniving, cheaters, betray you, talk about you, triangulate you, devalue you, discard you, all of that, break you down the same way. So you see what I mean? That's the disorder because... It's not like they're going to stay affectionate, loving, caring, kind, supportive. They can't sustain that. That's the difference. Because you're going to get one one day, the other another day. One one week, the other another week. One one month, the other another month. Whichever increments or intervals they decide to give it to you in, it's always going to be inconsistent. And I'll leave you with that, guys. It's always going to be inconsistent. So peace and blessings to you. It's your girl, Rachel Rill. And today was another episode. Happy Monday. Happy Kwanzaa this week. Today is um, the day of unity. And, you know, that's if you don't even celebrate Kwanzaa, you know, how do you not um, think of Umoja? And it's uh, just an active, an acts of community, kindness and togetherness. You know, it's what we do. It takes a village, you know, for us to be out there and look out for each other to make sure, you know, check on your loved ones, check love on people who love you back, you know, love on people who show you, who reciprocate what you give to them, love, kindness, respect you know, understanding, being supportive of one another. And today, again, is a day of unity as we go into the seven days of Kwanzaa. So yeah, for those of you who celebrate it, happy Kwanzaa, uh, first day of Kwanzaa to you. And um, just enjoy the holidays, guys. Don't allow your, your past to dictate your future. Don't allow your current circumstances to define who you are or your future, you know, whatever you're going through, there's nothing you're going through that someone else has not made it through, you know, listen to those stories of other people because somebody has it worse off, worse than you. Somebody has it worse than you. Understand that, you know, don't, don't get down and feel like there's no hope or anything like that because again, somebody had it worse and they made it through and if they made it through, so can you you can do it, you know? So I pray that whatever it is you're going through, you find something that motivates you. You find something that encourages you and inspires you. You know, even if it's getting up and going to take a walk or getting up and exercising or getting up and smiling, you know, because if you're feeling down, that's the time when you want to make yourself look good. If you don't feel good about yourself, do something that will make you feel good. If that means 
you're a female, you might want to get up and put some earrings in your ear. You might want to get up and moisturize your skin. If you're a guy, get up and brush your hair or oil your scalp. If you don't have hair, oil your skin. Take a nice shower and refresh and put on some nice clothes or a jogging suit or some nice, fresh, clean tennis shoes. Whatever inspires you. I'm just throwing stuff out there, but I can tell you if you're not feeling good, the last thing you want to do is sit on the couch and watch sad movies or listen to sad songs or listen to old spirituals that might make you feel worse when we're no longer in slavery and we're thriving. Like, do something to get out of that run, you know? Look at somebody, go help somebody. A lot of the times there's healing and helping other people. You know, tell your story, get it off of your chest. Don't hold stuff back because we've all gone through something. There is nothing you're going through that you should feel ashamed of. Because if you got, if you're talking to people that makes you feel guilty or shame you or judge you, that's not who you should be talking to in the first place. You talk to somebody who's not going to judge you because there's a difference from withholding you accountable and judging you. It's a difference. If you got to listen to a stranger, check out Dr. Romani her channel she's a she's a psychologist online she's free she has services where she costs but a lot of her content is free she has so many different topics on there she talks about so many different things if you're grieving if you're you know dealing with a narcissist um it's just a lot of content creators out there who are doing the same thing and if you pull one up you'll probably start to get a playlist with a lot of other people who have similar content. So this information is out there. I'm sure all of you have cell phones or TVs or some way or another, you can listen to different content creators or read a book. Do something that inspires you, just do something. Because if you want change, change starts with you. You, you, if you, you gotta do something, you know what I mean? Because it's insanity to want something different, but you keep doing the same thing and expecting something different. It's not going to be any different if you don't do something about it. So I leave you with that, guys. Your girl, Rachel Real, is out. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Have an amazing day because you can. Give yourself a high five. Give yourself a hug. Make sure you love on your children. Don't let this day go by and you haven't hugged them. You haven't told them that they that you love them. You, you need to tell them how great they are, how beautiful they are. They need to hear that from you daily, every day. They need to hear that from you. And if you haven't done it, start today. If you haven't been doing it, start today. You know, tell your people you love them. Open your mouths, you know, because tomorrow is not promised to us. So there you have it, guys. Y'all know I'm a chatterbox. Peace and blessings to you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Love you much. Bye.